You can't make a monkey. You can't make a monkey. You can't make a monkey out of me. I like to eat bananas and visit the zoo. But I'm no second cousin to a chimpanzee. You'll never catch me scratching and eating my fleas. And you'll never see me swinging from a coconut tree. My daddy's a gorilla. My mommy's no whip. So you can't make a monkey out of me. No, you can't. No, you can't. Off a limb and he hit with a plop. He broke both his legs, so he started to hop. Ribbit, ribbit. Billions and billions of years ago. We know it's absurd and it doesn't make sense, but we can explain if you give us a chance. We know it's not science, but we're really sincere. And it sure seems to help to add billions of years. Billions and 
millions and billions of years ago, a frog went out for a stroll. The froggy went, but I could show you some fur, and poof, hair started to grow. It grew on his hands. Whoa, whoa, hold on, wait a minute. What about that frog? What about that frog? think I am like oh, shocked by it so I'm up here bashing it because I don't like gay people. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin frogs gay. <laughs> in the water that turn the friggin frogs gay. Do you want <laughs> frogs gay? Do you underwater that turn the friggin frogs gay? Do you under <laughs> And his little webbed feet It grew on his head And it really looked neat <laughs> He thought I'm a monkey I'll swing from a tree <laughs> Billions and billions Of years ago <laughs> Sing it class We know it's absurd And it doesn't make sense But we can explain it Anyway, here you go. That's Alex Jones. And just, uh, I've got some things to show you to put in perspective for you, to, to put into perspective for you. 
Uh, this not really being one of them. This is just a really fun one. Chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. And yes, they are turning the frogs gay. They are. That's, that's, they're doing it. Now, you have to understand the absolute major psyop that is going on with all of this. But I think I should play one more song and then I'll get into it. Ah, uh, let's see. How about a good, how about a, how about a, a serious one? Let's see here. Good one. Good song. Uh, let's see. No, how about one that describes Alex Jones? How about not? Let's do one that describes Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones, and the entire New World Order agenda. Some actually pronounce it Babel. After the flood, all the people of Earth gathered together to celebrate their work. Let's build a tower higher, scraping the sky, even reaching to God. Babel, babel, babel was a consequence of sin. Babel, babel, babel was the sound of foolish men. When people try to praise themselves, their very best attempt is just babel, 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 and the Lord is not impressed. The people were proud of their great cigarette. Then they were humbled by the babbling aftermath. I'll confound their language and make the people strangers. God scattered all and he toppled their pride. Babble, babble, babble was a consequence of sin. Babble, babble, babble was the sound of foolish men. When people try to praise themselves, their very best attempt is just babble, 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 and the Lord is not impressed. Babble, babble, babble is the consequence of sin. Babble, babble, babble was the sound of foolish men. When people try to praise themselves, their very best attempt is just babble, babble, babble. PBC Online, a ministry of Old Pass Baptist Church in Northfield, Minnesota. And as I promised, I watched the whole 90 minutes on double speed, which if you've ever seen Alex Jones normally, and then you put him on double, wow, can that guy talk fast. Um, anyway, but a uh, lot of truth in there mixed with Antichrist error that is going to lead people over the cliff. I told you folks many years ago, many, many years ago, when I first started preaching um, on the New World Order and on all of these and and on all of these topics, I warned you back in 2014, 10 years ago, you were either in Christ or in the New World Order. And I directed that towards Alex Jones. Not just to him, but I preached to our congregation 
and then put it online for them to understand the New World Order and understand those that uh, that were a part of it. That there are many players... Back in 2013, I preached a series on the New World Order. I started a series on and off. You can't fight the New World Order without Christ. Conspiracies, what does the King James Bible say? One world religion ushered in by false prophets. You are either in Christ or in the New World Order. Government is a beast, Romans 13, and the New World Order. All of those, and there's many more. I've preached more. I just, my son is going to start organizing my sermon audio pages to put everything in series format, to put everything in uh, with keywords and, and, and do some work on that to get that um, organized the right way. So, if you missed us on Monday, Monday we were over on YouTube. And let me say something about uh, that. I was over there because uh, Rumble was down. So because Rumble was down, I went over to YouTube and broadcasted there. Which they shadow banned, suppressed it, did all their their magical incantation algorithms against me, and like they always do, and you know rendered it like impossible. So over here, I get like after a few days, almost a thousand people. Uh, you know, unique views are less than that, but just the old raw views or whatever, a thousand something, or nine hundred, eight nine hundred. Let's say, let's just say eight or nine hundred. Over there, it's like like 300, 400. At the most, after like three or four days. So, anyway. Um, I went over there to make it a lot easier. Uh, but we were on Sermon Audio. And um, you were able to watch on Sermon Audio. You were able to watch on Twitter. And all those things. Anyway. I think there's a lot of confusion. Let me start out by saying this as we get into this, okay? Um, I I really wish... I really wish that Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones were real. I mean, I wish that they, I think in their own way, they, they are in the sense of somewhat ideology, an ideology, they, they have some ideas, but they're useful tools of the Antichrist. Okay. Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson are useful tools. Okay. So that's that's what they are. 
And and in some ways, I believe that they are deceived and being deceived. They're deceiving and being deceived. Okay? They're, but I wish they were really for the Lord. They're not. They're, they're not. But what you have to understand is that not everything they say is false. That not everything that they say is wrong. That's what makes them so powerful. That's what makes their stories so believable. You understand that? That's what makes them so desirable to listen to. It's what makes them so impressive and it makes you want to listen to them support them but when you understand it from a purely scriptural standpoint they fall apart and they're dangerous men to follow because evil communication Corrupts good manners. Their ideologies. It's like secular books, whether it's from communists, whether it's from anarchists, whether it's from uh, capitalist, whether it's from uh, any of these groups of people that write out there. They can poison the waters of your understanding. Their philosophies can affect us if we're not careful that we we leave the plain path of scriptural duty in following the Bible. And as our only rule of faith and practice and our final authority, the King James Bible, and we can be turned ever so slightly to the right or to the left. It's it's dangerous when people become consumed with that, that they're not able to listen to these people and discern biblically what is wrong with their words. Where they leave truth and they take on error that is damaging make no mistake about it both of these men are extremely likable 
And even to the point, and I'm going to have you listen to it, we're going to listen to it, to the deplatforming of Alex Jones and the replatforming of him that is going on right now. The deplatforming of Alex Jones obviously was wrong. But there was a purpose behind it. It's to follow a character and an ideology that is actually within the New World Order. Because everything sounds good until you get up to their conclusions and then you're like, whoa. I'm telling you, like those two people are people that you want to listen to, you want to like. You want to have something to do with. And you don't want to see the entire structure of humanity crushed down. But the alternative, what they are trying to fight, what they are trying to fight okay is impossible that victory can be measured in the way that they want it to be measured like they are going to stop the new world order When God said that it was coming, it was already in the world. It was already here. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. It's already there. It's already alive and well. That That is that spirit of antichrist that is already in the world waiting for that final man of sin. But what you find out is them along with Elon Musk, their answers are antichrist. Their conclusions will bring you further into that Antichrist ideology, into that beast system ideology. They are enlightened, Masonic. Jesuit connected to billionaires. All around the world. They are operatives. They are made in a lab. They are designed to be the way that they are. Sometimes by the Antichrist. 
spirit itself and sometimes by human players that work along with it. This is designed to endear you into this system. But you will find that they are just as anti-Christ as the people they are fighting. To draw you into a battle, to draw you into a war, to draw you into a, an earthly fight. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's both sides, by the way. We're here with the world's most dangerous man, the most censored man in the English language. But honestly, when you get him in front of an outhouse in the woods, he doesn't seem so dangerous. It's a fancy outhouse. <laughs> We have a ruling class in the United States defined by its hatreds, not its loves, not its hopes, but by its hatreds. They hate all kinds of people, large groups of people, the deplorables, the bitter clingers, America's entire blue collar population, the unfashionable people. They're hated by the people who run our country. But no one is hated more by them than a man called Alex Jones. Alex Jones is the single most censored man in all American history. He was the first media figure in our history to be completely erased in one day, deplatformed. Alex Jones was deplatformed before it was a common term. And not just deplatformed, sued, attacked. They attempted to criminally charge him. What did Alex Jones do wrong? Alex Jones didn't rape anybody. He didn't loot Macy's. He didn't burn a police station. He didn't invent a fake cryptocurrency and loot pension funds. He didn't start a pointless war that made this country poorer and more disorganized. He didn't open the southern border. No, Alex Jones had opinions that deeply rattled the people who run America. In fact, rattled a lot of us. And I'll just confess that I first heard of Alex Jones when he questioned the official story behind 9-11. And I, speaking for myself, was deeply offended by this. I didn't take any time to find out what he was saying, but I was bothered by the idea to predict events before they happen. He has called it, and he's done it on tape again and again, to the point where it's a meme on the internet. Alex Jones, prophet. Not conspiracy nut, prophet. But when you dig into Alex Jones's predictions, they are so spot on that it's remarkable. How does he do this? We're guessing there's a kind of spiritual sensitivity to Alex Jones, maybe that's his... See, there's like a spiritual sensitivity to it. Like, is that how he does it? He's like a prophet. Secret. He was displaying this years before the average person in this country even thought about matters like that. Now it's pretty obvious to most people that, that the, the current war going on in this country is taking place in ways you can't see it most of the time. But 10 years ago, people were not thinking that way. Alex Jones was. And so we thought it'd be interesting to sit down and talk to Alex Jones, the man, who joins us now in our studio. Alex Jones, thank you. Wow, Tucker, it's great to be here. Amazing studios, amazing, <laughs> I mean it, amazing people. And uh, this is this is uh, really going to be, I think, a historic interview. So thanks for having me. Well, I'm really grateful to be able to do it. And, and it's just, it's one of the great blessings of my life and of my job is that I've been able to meet people. 
Here is a list of things that you called ahead of time. By the middle of September, that the new policy is being written, you will all have to wear masks again, and so will airport employees. It's happening. Mask mandates are officially back. We know the Joint Chiefs of Staff wanted to blow up airliners, Baltimore Sun, or if you let some terrorist group do it, like the World Trade Center, we know who to blame. And if there was an outside threat like a bin Laden, who was a known CIA asset in the 80s. This group and its leader, a person named Osama bin Laden, He's the boogeyman they need. We're looking at a giant war in February right now. I predict the Russians are going to roll in. They're already there. They're going to roll in. With attacks across Ukraine, which is the size of Texas. It really was the Iraqis. That's just because they're getting ready to invade Iraq. What a beautiful setup. Those 9-11 clips are crazy. I'm actually bothered by the precision of them. I'm not accusing you of being behind 9-11. But how could... Yeah, how could he? Is it just from reading their reports? Is that how? Because that's what he's going to say. Or is it spiritual? Well, I would say it's spiritual. What spirit? The spirit of Antichrist. That masks itself to be quasi-Christian. But denying the faith, denying what the Bible says. Did you, in July of 2001, call that? You said they're going to have airliners fly into the World Trade Center and they're going to blame a guy come all, some, called Osama bin Laden. Now, leaving aside what actually happened, what, how could you have known that? Well, in, in the longer clips, because it's a multi-hour show from July 25th, 20, uh, 2001, uh, I specifically walked through all the reasons, and I knew that they were hyping up that we were about to be hit by Osama bin Laden. I knew that the World Trade Center had been attacked the first time and that the Fed's been involved helping cook the bomb and allowing it to go forward. And I just saw a lot of the pre-programming uh, that was happening uh, in the media as they were on the news saying, you know, life's about to change in America. And I was reading what the Rand Corporation was saying and what the Pentagon was putting out. And I read the PNAC document. Okay, so you also have controlled opposition. And there are men that are out there to be controlled opposition. Elon Musk is one of them. Well, how do you know that? Well, Elon Musk went and met with the Pope. Him and his seven sons or five sons or whatever it was at the time met with the Pope. And... Other world leaders and billionaires and others have an audience with the Pope, right? I'll turn the volume up on that if it's not too, if it's not loud enough for you all. Right? So all of these people... You don't get to be a billionaire and not be part of the new world order. It's impossible. You're not going to be the wealthiest man in the world and not be a part of the new world order. Uh, from a year before, rebuilding America's defenses that Dick Cheney uh, had helped write. And it said we need a Pearl Harbor event on the American homeland to be able to bring in this police state and, and, and this control and then expand the American empire worldwide. So hundreds of pieces of data 
<coughs> hundreds of pieces of data went into that prediction. But terrorists are going to hit the World Trade Center in July of 2001. I lived in the United States then. That was the last thing on my mind. And I lived in Washington. I know the guys who wrote the PNAC document because I shared an office with them. So I, I was more informed than the average person. Yeah. So you shared an office with those that wrote the, the PNAC document. This doesn't seem odd to any of you people. That all these people are connected. And then when you see Tucker Carlson off air and uh, you you read uh, certain reports behind the scenes and everything else, what you find out about. That these guys are all friends like him and Hunter Biden were friends and the Bidens were friends. And Tucker Carlson, who's like, who's like. The enemy, right? Who's like, you know, the conservative enemy of Biden and all. No, they're, they're not. They're all friends. And, and that was the last thing that crossed my mind in the summer of 2001. Like everyone else, I thought it was a Cessna. But how convinced were you that, that this was going to happen? I was completely convinced. In fact, in, in the full clip of it's online, you can find it on Twitter and other places that has been removed. I explained to people that they need to call the White House and, and tell the White House, we know if you allow uh, these attacks uh, that uh, you're basically allowing it to happen. And it was similar to all the data we had when well, I- Well, you said that on, on your show? On my show. And I gave the number out so people could actually call the White House. And, and then going back to October of last year, uh, when the uh, Russians uh, went into Ukraine, I specifically said, I think they'll, they'll go in by the end of February. Uh, and there was a lot of data that went into that. And then they specifically did go in uh, on February 24th. And so I was able to make that prediction as well. But it, there was a lot of data and information that went into it. Sure. I, I'm just, for the record, I miscalled that completely. I didn't think they were going to do it. You were right. I was wrong. Not for the first time. But the 9-11 thing, I remember that really well. Nobody was thinking like that. So you called it in public on tape. Did the 9-11 commission, so if I'm the FBI and I'm investigating 9-11, you're like the first guy I would call because you're the only person who said that out loud. Did they call you? No, no, they didn't. But my most accurate prediction going back over a decade was when I read the Rockefeller Foundation, Operation Lockstep, uh, and they described using a virus to bring in world government, to bring in a world medical ID, that they would then build the social credit score off of and that they would make people wear masks for fear, and that they would shut down sporting events and things like that. And everything he is saying right now about this is absolutely truth. He's right. That is in their reports. I'm sure of it. Because we've heard things like that. They had pre-operations. We've heard about those, those practice operations of things those exercises and those and reports. So I don't think, I mean, I've never read the report he's talking about, but I believe him. I think he's telling the truth. It's right there. You can go look it up. You could find the Rockefeller's report on that. He's not lying to you about that. It's his conclusions that are dangerous. It's his conclusions that lead you over the cliff and give you a fault cliff and give you a false hope. The conclusions are what give you the false hope. And basically phase in this new tyranny. So I was also able to specifically um, make that prediction over and over and over again because I was going off their own battle plans. 
Are you the only person in media who actually reads these reports? I don't think a lot of people do read them, but I do read them. I mean, I'm currently reading MIT reports from their top councils, Pentagon uh, reports. They have a working group called the Mad Scientist Group uh, at the Pentagon that works with MIT. And if you go watch their hour-long, two-hour-long, uh, three-hour-long meetings they have on YouTube uh, with all the top, I mean, we're talking hundreds of top scientists, they admit um, that they're building a post-human world, uh, that soon everyone's going to be mind-controlled, uh, that they're going to put smart dust in our food, that they can electromagnetically control, and, it, and they, they just lay it all out right there. And I've learned what these people said in the 50s they would do were done by the 70s. What they said their plan was in the, in the, uh, the 70s for the 90s, they got done. And then when they had their Agenda 21 in Rio de Janeiro in 1992, the big UN summit, they described everything they would do up until the year 2000, and they got almost all of that done. And now they've got Agenda 2030, and we're going to ban your gas stoves. We're going to ban beef. We're going to ban single-family dwellings. Uh, we're going to ban private ownership of cars. Uh, we're going to do all this, and, and now you see them rolling it all out. So I'm not really making predictions in these high-level World Economic Forum and other large think tank groups. They are laying out the future, and they're, they're high priests in the World Economic Forum. That's a consortium of all these groups. Yuval Noah Harari, you, you can read his quotes, the future is not human. The human era is over. Uh, the uh, public is useless. I mean, th th this is a very anti-human system. So that's how I'm able to make predictions because they've given us a roadmap. They, they tell us where they want to take us. And so when the public wakes up, we push back on some of it, but they always come back. And so I'm just following the trajectory of where they say they want to take us. And there were a lot of white papers, uh, not just uh, the PNAC document from 2000, a year before 9-11, where they describe we really need big terror attacks, we really need Pearl Harbor events to get Americans to give up their rights. I mean, take what just. By the way, I believe everything that he is saying right there. It's he's not lying. Okay, he's not lying. He's telling you the truth. He said smart dust in the food. He said they're going to put smart dust in the food. Just like just like they did here. Putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Just like that right there. That's that's what uh they're going to do. Right? Okay. Just happened in Israel. Totally tragic. My heart goes out to all the, you know. Okay, so I'm not going to belabor that point for a very long time because I'm going to get through a few things because I'm going to show you. I got to be careful because at the one hour and eight second mark, I'm going to, I'm fast forwarding this way through because I'm not going to listen to all, we're not going to listen to all. But I'm going to fast forward this through to an hour or to 56 minutes. And I'm going to show you where he begins I'm going to show you where he begins to give you mysticism, Nietzsche, philosophical, satanic, ascended masters theology, right? The big swerve. 
where it's dangerous, where you see they're Freemasons. Okay? Hang on. I'm going to grab a cough drop real quick. Every time I hear Alex Jones talk, every time I hear him talk, I think I need a cough drop or to take a drink of some water or something, man, because his voice is, like, really gravelly, man. I didn't realize he smoked cigarettes. That's the first time I ever saw that, that in that, in that thing he was smoking cigarettes. It's a good way to kill yourself, man. Okay. So we are going to fast forward through this. Because he cusses like three times, so I don't want to get that on there. So I'm, I'm doing my best here to keep that out of here, okay? This, we have record suicide, we have record depression, we have record drug uh, six days a week, three hours a day at least. And uh, I said, I just don't want this burden, this big crew. I love the crew, but I don't want to do this anymore. I said, I want to move the country. And uh, I want to uh, just, you know, because it's taking a physical toll to every day. Look at this stuff. And now I've gotten to the point, which even though I say, don't let them break your will, don't let them demoralize you. That's because I understand the process. It's happened to me. Used to, I'd have hundreds of incredible stories and clips every day. I couldn't wait to expose the bad guys. Now I look at it once. I'm ready. I study it. And then half the time I get on air and I just go, let's just take calls. Or I start talking about some fun story just because I mentally cannot sit there and stare into the abyss and stare at Biden or you know their press secretary that's meant to enrage us and demoralize us. And I think that's a defense mechanism that's healthy. So I think we all have to be balanced. I'm not asking people to only fight tyranny. Uh, I'm asking people to get prepared, get ready, but wake up as many people as you can and then do whatever you have to to stay sane because this, we have record suicide, we have record depression. Well, and I remember, see, I was on a broadcast years ago and there was at a radio station in Austin, Texas, okay? And in Austin, Texas, um, I remember a bro, uh, a man that, uh, you know, was a Christian, said he was a Christian. I don't know if he is or not, but he invited me to do a, a radio show there called God and Guns, and I did it, and I wouldn't do it again because the music was horrendous, but I, I was new and all that stuff, and I was just getting stuff out there. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, well, I don't know. I might do it again. Maybe I would do it again just to get the gospel out there and preach preach the devil out of all of them, maybe I would do it again. I don't know. As long as my message was the same, I probably would do it. Um, it was a public radio station. Or actually a private radio station that was owned. Anyway, this man made a comment that he was concerned for Alex Jones because he said, you can't look in the eyes of the beast that much. You just can't keep looking in that and it not affect you. And it affected him. Obviously. It would affect anybody. He's telling you that even looking at all this stuff, 
it just warps your brain. And I'm telling you, that's why we have to be, we, uh, what he's saying here is the truth, but what he's telling you is, is that he has conditioned a bunch of people over the years. He conditioned a bunch of people over the years to see all this bad stuff. And that's not healthy. It isn't healthy at all. Pressure. We have record drug abuse. Uh, this country has been attacked. And if you read deeper into Global's writings, they admit they're doing it. Uh, and so we have to be aware of it. If you're aware of an attack and aware of a manipulation, it doesn't give you full immunity from it. Uh, no, it doesn't. But it, 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 but, but it gives you a buffer. Imagine people that don't know what's going on and they really believe things are dangerous, things are bad, not because of the corrupt corporations that are running things, but because those evil people in the countryside don't want to be left alone. And that's what they're saying on the news. It's the it's the people in the middle of nowhere that want to be left alone. They're the bad guys, and it's the it's the five year old you know kid that's white. You know they're really bad. They're all inherently really bad, and just just this is a demonic assault, and and, and it really is good versus evil. But the key part you raised earlier, well, he's right. It is a demonic assault, but it's coming from both sides. That's the problem, which I'm going to show you the corruption. You know that is there. In, in, in previous shows that I mentioned that I didn't get into because there's so many topics, is this. When you said we need to brood on death, the, the, you talk about a simpatico or a synchronicity or a weird moment. I don't usually watch your show when it first releases one day because I'm usually at work and doing stuff till night. But I'll get up at like 4 or 5 in the morning, hours before my wife and daughter get up, and I will start, you know, get on the desktop, start doing research, and then one of the when I'm reading news and sending stuff to the crew for the show, I'll almost always go click on your show to watch it. And, you know, you know that's the go-to thing I'll, I'll have on the background. And I said, well, I'm not going to click on the show. I'm going to click on the speech you gave a few weeks ago. And you talked about uh, brooding on death. And I'm sitting there that week literally thinking about the fact that we've got to be humble. We've got to be thankful. We've got to realize that there's an infinite universe and consciousness and that folks... There's an infinite universe and consciousness. Here, here's where the occultic twist is. You hear it? Hear it in his speech. When I preach to you as a pastor I, and a Christian, I preach to you from the word of God that there's the spirit of Christ and there's the spirit of Antichrist. That you either have Christ or you have him not. The Bible says, he that the Son hath life, he that hath not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Now he's going to get into mystic, occultic, humanism, Freemasonic, enlightenment language. Focusing on what made humanity, focusing on you know, the fact that we are spiritual beings, but that this life is finite. And these incredible experiences, all the people we've met and known and all the ancestors before us that did incredible things and went through hell and were tough as nails to get us here really ties us into our ancestors and the epigenetic instinctive knowledge uh, that really makes us a colony or hybrid creature of all of our ancestors. We have a soul, we have a spirit, we have our genetic uh, imprint that, that they've proven mathematically is multidimensional, even above the third. You already said we have our genetic imprint that is 
multidimensional. If you listen to his words and what he's saying, it's highly occultic speech. It's not biblical. Alex Jones's conclusion is that humanity must rise. Humanity must rise. What is that? It's the Phoenix rising. It's Trump. It's Antichrist religion. That's what it is. That's what he's preaching. That's that's what he's preaching. And that's why there's an acceptance of sin. There's an acceptance of wickedness. There's a merging with wicked people that have wicked ideologies that he is going to try. He is conditioning people just like Tucker is. They're conditioning people to accept something, and Christians especially, to accept things that are not biblical. And because they have elements of truth to their speech, of factual things that are happening, it's powerful. Just like Glenn Beck, the Mormon. Just like Matt Walsh, the Roman Catholic. They're all conditioning. They're all being used to play their parts. Dimension. So we have a personal spirit, but really we also have a collective bodysuit that is a collection of all of our ancestors and just the... We have a collected bodysuit, a collection of a bodysuit. We're all, we're all together in one spirit. No, the Bible says that those that the spirit of God brings uh, people together in the same body. Right. It says it says uh, about the local New Testament church that that's a spiritual as well as a, a a local New Testament church brought together by the spirit of God, all baptized into one body. Jew and Gentile. All made to drink of the same spirit and that same spiritual rock, which is Christ. Speaking of that local New Testament church. But his humanity. It's Freemasonic language. They're putting another brick in the wall. 
They're building the Tower of Babel. That's what they're that's what they're pushing. They're the good guys that you're supposed to follow. But they're not. They're antichrist. They're either Roman Catholic, Mormon, Masonic, enlightened the beauty and the wonderment and the spectacularness of that dwelling on how how incredible that is but also leaning in to eternity and leaning in to this body and, and this incarnation uh and i'm not i'm not saying reincarnation incarnation uh b- b- being so magical leaning into this incarnation There's only one incarnation. That was Christ who came to be a man. See what he's doing? These are enlightenment principles. And that also that death is the great equalizer and that you will be humbled and you will get old and your teeth will fall out and you and your hair will fall out and you will get cancer or you will have a heart attack. And no matter how powerful you are, you're not in control in that. It, yes. it tunes you into God. And then what you said, so I'm heavily focused on this and telling my wife this and I meet with my dad, who's really my mom. And I don't see them as much as I should. But my dad's really always told me this and I didn't really get it when I was younger. Now I get it You know, as, as I get older <clears throat> and I'm sitting there just literally praying that morning and drinking coffee and just focusing on death and just focusing on life. Cause when you focus on death, it makes life so much bigger and focusing on what I, I'm not a Hindu and I'm not a uh, Sikh, but the Sikhs are like a 500 year old version of 3000 year old Hinduism. And they, they think everything's a manifestation of God in the universe around us. And then interfacing and in how we take every moment of how magic it is. Hear what he's doing. You, you hear the ideology? You, you just see what he's preaching? You see what he's teaching? You see what he's teaching people? You hear the ideology? I'm going to have to fast forward this a minute because he says the A word like three times him and Tucker do, which is not really necessary. And we don't need to hear. Uh, but that's coming up here in a, in a second is what's going to resonate in the future to bring us close to God so that we basically resonate into the higher dimension with God. What God? Higher dimension with God. What God? Which God? Your Masonic Freemason Antichrist God that sits with the Sikhs, that sits with the Hindus, that sits with the Babylonians, that sits with the transgenders, Baphomet? Which God? Which God, Alex? Which Jesus, Alex? And that's really been my instinctive understanding of it, spiritual understanding, the dream understanding of it. I didn't read books, and I read what the Sikhs are saying. It's basically, I was reading some of their writings just a month ago, and it was about focusing on death, so you also understand life. Okay, I got to fast forward it here because he's going to. 
It's not 108. It's... We're almost done with that. Yep, that's. That's good. Like, I would call it meditation for like 30 minutes, just sitting there in the dark with the computer screen on. And I go, no, I'm not going to watch Tucker's show from yesterday. I'm going to watch this speech. And I click it, and I'm like 10 minutes in. You go, we got to say everything I'm saying. I haven't even said this on air. I'm hearing you say basically the same thing as it's a universal truth. Then I want to bring the next piece to it, which you talked about. You grew up in a super wealthy area of California when you weren't, you know, spending your summers here in Maine. And speaking for you, I watch you all the time and you know, re read your material. It's beautiful. And you were talking about how they're totally freaked out and neurotic and crazy because no one talks about death. Everybody shelves away the old people. They basically put them out on an ice float or, you know, burn them like the Vikings. And that by doing that, that's what makes them not be connected to reason and God and, and the deeper things. And that's why they're so lost. That's totally true. So let me now take you one step further in this. Okay. Now he's going to go into the transhumanism, how he's going to stop transhumanism. But the only way to stop any of those things, and um, you're really not going to stop them, but the only way to defeat the ideologies of these things is with the scriptures, 100% pure truth. Now he's going to add to what Tucker Carlson was already preaching about and teaching about and instructing people with, right? He's going to add to that, and he is going to put a spiritual spin on this, which is Antichrist. The globalists are so scared of death. They have all this money, all this power, all this control. So they're obsessed with finding life in such a technology, merging with machines, Becoming gods. That's their new religion. That's the truth. Okay. Now, just so you know, I don't disagree with that. And I talked about it before it was cool a long time ago. Right? Okay, I'm good there. Make sure I didn't get cut off. Transhumanism, singularity, digital immortality, all the way back to the Google gospel, the singularity, Satan's gospel reloaded, Google gods, the fourth kingdom, and Silicon Valley's quest for immortality. Electronic immortality, Google makes a god, cyborgs, remember, remember Peter 2.0? Remember that? Crazy stuff, huh? Weird, crazy stuff with Peter 2.0, huh? That guy died and went to hell. So we talked about that too. So I don't disagree with what he's saying. Again, their conclusions are antichrist, which is going to suck you up into the same system. Transhumanism. Ah. And that's where all their funding goes. But... That's only one side of the coin. The other side is that if you're going to be God, you've got to be in charge of death. So because they fear death and they project their hatred of themselves onto us, then if they can poison us, dumb us down, sterilize us, depopulate us, 
They believe that's more for them at a very greedy level. So they want to be death, the destroyer of worlds, to quote Oppenheimer, I become death, destroyer of worlds, and at the same time, cheat death. So it's a total subconscious obsession with death. Instead of consciously focusing on it, getting over it, instead they turn it loose to their animal lower alligator brain and are now manifesting all this because... Hear the evolution in his voice? Their lower alligator brain. There you know, their lower alligator... He's... He, all, this is all evolutionary, Masonic, Enlightenment. Do you see all his conclusions? A lot of the things that he's saying are not wrong. But his conclusions, his conclusions, right? I'll put it this way. We all have the same facts. My authority for the conclusions of those facts are the word is the word of God, the King James Bible. His enlightenment principles, new age principles, sewage, sewage, because they've not embrace the higher level of yes, understanding. I agree with that completely, but it's doomed as a project, no? I mean, it is the Tower of Babel. Whenever you see in history is the story of this, people drunk on their own power, overstating their control over things, becoming convinced they're God, and then being destroyed. I mean, that is just, I mean, it is just an endless loop of that story. It's a law of humans. It's a law, exactly. And so it, this can't, I mean, this isn't gonna work. They're going to blow up the world before they do this. There's well, just not you, possible. You just stole my thunder because we've not talked before this. We've talked about a lot of stuff, but nothing about the show, really. It's a law, just like gravity, just like 2 plus 2 equals 4. It, it, it is the fabric of the universe. And I was about to say, in the past, megalomaniacs would try to control everything. Order the firstborn, you know, killed. Almost every kingdom would do that, whether it was Egypt or you know, the, the, the Druids. Oh, there's too many young men being born. Kill them. Yeah. I mean, you know, depopulation has always been there. In the time of Plato, 2,500 years ago, he thought the world was overpopulated. So that's kind of where the eugenics comes from and where they get these ideas, you know, the, the greatest philosopher ever, who said a lot of great things, but also said there's too many Greeks, we need to kill most of them. Uh, you know, they're animals, they're dumb, we need to control breeding, it only makes supermen. That's where Hitler got all that, that's where all this comes from. By the way, he got it from Nietzsche, which, the Uberman, which is exactly what who Alex Jones quotes, by the way. ...comes from, but the, the, the central issue here is in the past, civilizations would just fall apart when they got into a decadent phase. You know, hard men make good times. Good men make uh, hard men make good times. Good times make soft men. Soft men make bad times. Exactly. And so, instead of going through that cycle and the collapse of that corrupt system, now there's biological weapons, chemical weapons, nuclear weapons all this other advanced stuff. Instead, they're going to try to use the robots and all the control and the nuclear weapons to make us finally get under their mark of the beast, finally get under their unified system of control, finally get under their social credit score, which was predicted by you know, these incredibly connected people 2,000 years ago, that this would be the ultimate. You mean the Bible says that? Romans chapter, or Revelation chapter 13 says that? Revelation chapter 13 says all will come in the culmination of the beast and the mark of the beast. These gifted people, no, they, 
For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. John was given the revelation of the mystery, or Paul was given the revelation of the mystery. John was given the revelation of the end of the world and the mark of the beast. Period it was coming, almost, not almost, psychically seeing it into the future because of the great evil potential. Time's really a loop. It was looping back or bouncing back. Real psychics seeing into the future what was going to happen in Revelation. Do you see what he's saying? Real psychics seeing what was going to happen in Revelation. As a potential, I believe, and it's actually a warning that we don't have to follow that course. And All right, see what he's saying? Now, now here's where he goes against the scriptures. Seeing what he's saying here is we don't have to go that way. And, and, and that's my own personal belief. So, uh, so instead, whether you believe Revelation or not, they're, the evil globalists, the selfish globalists, are using it as a blueprint and literally building the mark of the beast. Castle society. We don't just, oh, I agree Whoops. to take this. Sorry about that. It's mark I can buy and sell now. You have to worship the beast that can be seen by all on earth at the same time. It describes these big holograms. You've got to watch and worship. Okay. And it tells you what to do. And it tells you how to live. And it says men become women and women become men. Okay. Do you see how he's twisting it? I want to show you. He's saying the globalists are using revelation. No. They are fulfilling it. They are fulfilling it. God is the one that said, God Almighty is the one that said, this will happen. He did not say, you will be able to rise up. Humanity, humanity will rise up above it. No. You won't. Lost. Man, fallen in nature, sinners will be deceived by it and will be a part of it. Look what it says. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name in his tabernacle of them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And that all... And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose name, whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Who will worship? Who will worship? All whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. All, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, comma, whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon, and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, 
so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on earth, the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, all what? All whose names were not found written in the Lamb's book of life. Not all men on earth. Clarifies it up above. Those whose names were not written in the book of life. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. And his number is 603 score and six. It doesn't say that humanity will rise above the Antichrist. No, all of humanity will be sucked into the beast system. The only ones that are not will not be because they have big machine guns, not because they prepped a lot of food, not because they not because they rose up together and gathered arms together against the beast system not because they rejected ideologies of the Antichrist. No, the only ones that will not succumb to those things that will be on the earth at that time will be those whose names, are not, whose names were found written in the Lamb's book of life. Those who were born again by the Spirit of God. Those who were saved people. Not those that follow Nietzsche, Ascended Masters, Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, Republican, fascist ideologies. Not those who follow the Masonic Christ. No, they are going to be sucked in and deceived by Antichrist, like Alex Jones is, like Tucker Carlson is right now. And children are set upon their parents, and there's nothing but wickedness being invented. And it describes everything that's now happening and says when they roll this out, you've got to worship this world government. You've got to worship the system and do exactly what it says, or it doesn't let you buy and sell. And and so whether people believe in the Bible or Okay, we're back. Sorry about that, everybody. I I don't know. It's just the way it went. Um, you can all hear me though. It says 69 are watching. Hopefully. OBS does not crash on me again. I don't know why that happened. Let me know. It looks like you can all hear me. Carl, you message me and let me know if you can hear me on there. All right. Okay. Yeah, I was not censored. It was OBS that crashed. But Satan could have definitely done that. So it looks like uh, 69 are watching, so we're right there. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Teresa looks like she can see it. And uh, let's see. I don't know where Carl went. But you all seem to be on here, right? So 
We are back on Sermon Audio as well, I think. There's nobody on there yet, but that's okay. We'll have Andrew do something with the Sermon Audio file when it comes to that point. Um, I'll have to have him probably merge those two together. Let's just make sure we're here. And uh, sorry about that, everybody. Uh, yep, okay, you can hear me now. Uh, there'll be like a minute delay, but I'll, you know, that's okay. Whatever. All right. Uh, okay. So I was just getting ready to get into the juicy stuff when I got kicked out. In the words of Martin Luther in that uh, Luther satire video, I got to kicked out. Okay. So. All right. I only have 45 minutes to go here. I better get moving. Now, I am going to play this for you. Why am I playing this? Well, I want you to understand that Alex Jones's ideology is no different than the New World Orders. It's the same. It's masked. It's Freemasonic. And this is not a woman. This is a man. So, so Blair's here for the next hour and a half. I appreciate you. Fellow Austin night now. Lived here a few years. Great to have you here. You and Michael Malice and Joe Rogan, you know, co-hosting, doing a great job. We co-hosted here about a year ago with the Tim Pool. That was amazing. I, I don't want you to see her fake breast that, 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 his, excuse me, his. I don't want you to see his fake breast. I mean, the cleavage or whatever. It's fake. It's not real. It's not a man. Or it's not a woman, it's a man. But I want you to I want to show you that he is Alex Jones accepts transgenderism, transhumanism. He accepts it. He accepts it. And you're gonna hear this in this, okay? So fun. And so I just want to say this up front. There are people that watch this show, and it became a big issue a few months ago, saying Jones is a hypocrite. He hates transgender people. He hates gay people. He hates everybody. But then he's nice to Blair White. That's all a media lie. I don't care if you're heterosexual, homosexual, whatever you are, black, white, old, young, as long as you're not a communist, as long as you're not targeting children. And Blair, since I've known Blair eight years, was speaking up about this targeting. That Blair's a good person. Before anyone else, by the way. Like before it was a national topic, before, you know, every headline was about trans kids and which states are banning, whatever. I was talking about this forever ago. So. So let's talk about you instead of me ranting here. I just, I just want to say you've been my friend, uh, you know, good friend since you. Okay. So I, I don't have any trans friends. I don't have sodomite friends. I don't have tranny friends. How does somebody that's supposed to be a Christian and fight the New World Order, how does somebody like that have transgender friends? How? The answer is they're all New World Order. They are, that thing is a lie. Guy that made himself a woman to look like a woman 
is a guy. And Alex Jones is pushing a lie. Because all these freaks in the New World Order, all of them are the same. At the top, they are all raging perverts. All of them. She moved to Austin. Part of this is we see a 270-pound man who looks like a looks like Hulk Hogan, right. and he starts breaking stuff saying it's ma'am. We see that as a fraud. He's a former prisoner. He's a convict. He's doing this because it lets him be in general population with women. That's a fraud. But we see somebody that... That's, that's a fraud. Wait. That's a fraud, too. That's not a woman. Do you see how if the scriptures... Do you see how if the scriptures are not followed that you will follow cunningly devised fables? These people have no objective standard. They have no firm foundation. They are leading people into sin and over a clip. That goes for Tucker Carlson. That goes for Donald Trump. That goes for Alex Jones. They are all occultists. They are all working for the devil. They all have the spirit of Antichrist. has transitioned and it, it, a woman by, by every aspect and I think people kind of like get like okay somebody made that decision because that is actually what they were what they were and, and if people can realize if it's not attached to a political thing we don't hate you we, we then go oh that makes sense Blair White you know looks like a woman is a woman compared to what these what these but Blair White is not a woman that's a man but do you see what he's doing? The same thing he did with Trump. Before Trump, Alex Jones supported the platform of Ron Paul, who was an ultra-libertarian, uh, no wars, no fighting, uh, quit killing people, leave people alone. After that, Alex Jones built up an audience through the Ron Paul revolution. What he did was he took all of that and he invested all of it into Donald Trump. He was a gatekeeper to pull everybody in, to pull all of the, the Ron Paul revolution people, to pull all of the libertarian people, to pull all of those that wanted government to leave them alone, to pull people who were uh, Christian patriots, to pull them into Trump's party. Now he's being used to pull them into the transsexual movement. Alex Jones is there to make patriots and quasi-Christians and people to be acceptant of transgenders. He's having you choose between transgenders that want to cut the genitals off of children to transgenders that want to 
fake it, act like they're actually a woman when they're not. So either way, you choose transgenderism. You can't choose. And by the way, I don't have to hate that transgender to preach the devil out of him and look at him and say, dude, you are not a woman. You are one sick puppy. You need to repent. You're going to die and go to a devil's hell. And there's no such thing as gay Christians, transgender Christians. You're going to die and go to hell. Giant men are who just want to be in general population with women in prison. Right. And that's the unfortunate part is that we have this society that is obsessed with tolerance at all costs, obviously, and inclusion of all, at all costs. And so there are literal you know, convicts and people who commit crimes, sometimes violent ones, that understand that at the very least, them saying all of a sudden that they're trans is going to maybe not get a sentence reduction, but it's going to place them in a little bit of a nicer prison, it's going to place them in a little bit of a nicer situation. And, you know, a lot of them are also, that's the other thing. Okay, if we want to go deep, there's, there's really several types of trans people, trans. There are people who felt that way from a very young age and then whatever, like me. And then there are people who do it for a fetish and it's like a sexual thing. And those ones are very different. Those are the ones that like, there's going to end up being- They're the perverts in the bathroom. 100%, 100%. Whereas for me- Right, they're the perverts in the bathroom. 100%, 100%. That's the perverts in the bathroom. That's all of you. All of you have the same ideology. God made you male and you want to be female. Right? See when you don't have a standard, you see what happens? Right? I don't like gay people. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Turn the friggin' frogs gay. The friggin' frogs gay. That's what he doesn't like. Oh, okay. So now he's going to say you ought to feel sorry. You know, there was nothing ever sexual about it. It was just about who I was and what I wanted to do. Do, do you, I mean, you, 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 I would say, like, you put you in front of 10,000 people, they say that's a woman. Do you think it was the chemicals that, 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 that because we know the studies are there that embryonically put you that direction? Uh, I'm not writing it off. I mean, I've thought about it a lot. I think, like, okay, so what caused this? Because it's clearly an anomaly, right? Even at best, you know, the trans community. But we shouldn't be mad at you for that. This is who you are. Right. Right. We shouldn't be mad at you for this. This is who you are. Like, why would we be mad at you? Alex is like, we shouldn't be mad at you. It's just who you are. Because, you know, normal people want to cut their genitals off and become the opposite sex. Do you see what these people are doing? They're occultic.
what they do. It's what they believe. It's what they are. They're possessed. That's not normal. That's possession. When somebody wants to chop off the genitals, put on the opposite sex's body parts, fake body parts, and deceive people into thinking there's something else, and number one, deceive themselves into thinking there's something else, that is demonic. I mean, a society has room for anomalies. I think the problem is when you try to make anomalies um, normal. In by definition, it's not normal. Whoa, that is, that is heavy. Exactly. I don't hate the anomaly that's obviously legitimate. I hate a forced thing on right. our children. Right. They can understand that a society is always going to have anomalies. There's going to be people that don't fit into certain expectations and... The disarray comes when you try to normalize it to the extent of teaching it in schools, putting it in curriculum. You know, uh, it's one thing to teach your kids that when they, you know, as they go through life, they're going to see people that are different than them or, or gay or trans or whatever. It's another to be like, so what do you identify as to a four year old? Like, that's nuts. You know, it's, it's, it's planting a seed of doubt. So, you know, being anomaly isn't normal. And I don't think not being normal is a bad thing. Like, you're not normal. Definitely not. We know the chemicals in the water and the food are affecting embryos in their mothers, particularly in the first few weeks, that are changing, at least in brain physiology, the minds of children. And it changes the minds of frogs, fish, other mammals. So, so it, it really is true that that's going on and that that is, that is happening. And, and, and so when I first talked about this decades ago, they would attack me all over the news because they were really scared that I was pointing it out. But now Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has talked about it and so much more. So we're not saying people are bad because of, of, of the, the proclivity. Who's we? I'm saying they are. I'm saying they're a bunch of sex perverts. They are bad. They are wicked. Absolutely they are. They're perverted. Of, of what has happened in a genetic mutation in the embryo. Because all embryos, for those who don't know, starts out as female. And in the first few weeks, it then shifts and then expresses. It's why men have nipples. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's literally, we start out as a female. This is all mammals. He is just, first of all, I'm not a mammal. I'm a man, okay? I'm a man created in God's image. But notice how he wants to normalize. This is designed. This is a psyop. It is designed for acceptance. It's evolutionary, it's Masonic, it's, it's demonic. And then, if the, it, it depends on the XY chromosome, we shift over to that. They are literally knowingly putting chemicals out that do this. So we have to understand this has been done. We can't hate the people it's been done to. It's up to them to decide now what they want to do. But the system then coming after children, mentally ill children, autistic children that, that aren't showing the, 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 the genetic uh, event, 
to then target them is, is part of something larger that I see as the sterilization of children. And, and that's really what they admit this is, is the popularization of sterilizing children. That's why they need to become adults like you did. They need to make a decision as an adult. So I'm going to shut up because I'll talk forever, but I watch your show all the time. You're just as well-spoken as I am when I'm not interrupting. So I'm going to shut up uh, for the next 10 minutes, Blair. Yeah, so, you know, Obviously, it's one of the things that I get the most backlash for is my stance on trans kids and how there is a social contagion happening. There is a, you know, media-fueled, government-fueled push to, you know, put kids through this pipeline of sterilization, of surgery, of hormones. And it's just so crazy to me because, you know, like I said earlier, I transitioned as an adult. This is a conclusion I came to that that was right for me. I'm all about, you know, individualism and bodily autonomy and just doing what's right for you. And uh, yeah. unfortunately, these kids aren't doing what's right for them in almost every case. It's what's being told for them to do. You know, uh, there's a very sick and twisted lie that is told to the parents of these kids and to the uh, kids themselves, which is that, you know, I'm sure you've heard like, do you want a trans kid or a dead kid is what they say. And it's like, why would you put that dichotomy, that false dichotomy in front of these kids. Transition they, or you're dead. Right, you're, you're, you're putting that in their head. You're making them feel like those are their two options. And frankly, I mean, any person, any human being who is you know, concerned at all, whether subconsciously or consciously with self-preservation and living, they're gonna choose a tr to be trans over dead, so. I don't know, I'd almost, I'd rather be dead and in heaven than a transgender. I absolutely would rather be dead and in heaven than be a transgender any day. You know, it's it's brainwashing, and I wish I fully understood why the government has been pushing it as well, because I understand why the media would. You know, they're very obsessed with wokeism. They're very obsessed with latching onto groups, and nothing really gets, you know, clicks like the trans either. So, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this then. What is it like to watch giant biological men <laughs> in boxing and MMA and swimming in in track and field, in, in everything, literally beating the snot out of biological women. I've heard you talk about it. Like they're hijacking and saying you represent them. You don't support that. No, no, no. It's it's sick, really. I mean, it's like an SNL sketch. Wait, no, no, seriously. Here's a dude with female body parts telling you that another tranny that's beating up on a woman is sick. Do you see this big antichrist, absolute, vile mess? Right? It is an absolute vile anti look it's confusion because that's what they want and that's who Alex Jones is. He is there to be a useful distraction and confusion. To give you another option than biblical Christianity straightforward in the beginning, God made them male and female.
it's just like a joke. It's, it's, you can believe your own two eyes when you look at it and you see that it's a problem. You don't have to go into the weeds of, well, what do hormones do? And what about, you know, the height or the bone mass or whatever? You can list out all those facts of why a biological male is always going to have an advantage, but you don't have to even do that because you can just see it. Like you look at Leah Thomas standing next to the women in the competition and it's like. Yeah, pull up Leah Thomas. Like he's like three feet taller. Right. Whereas your bones look like a woman. So I think like biologically people say like, it's like, well, you look like a woman. I mean, look at this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like Andre the Giant versus girls. 100%. And you know, the other thing is, I'm a double anomaly in the sense of usually trans people who actually transition like myself, they don't want to be on camera like this. They don't want to have a career in the public. They want to blend into society. So that's the other thing stacked against them is they don't speak out because what's in it for them, you know? So it's perfect to steal their identity. Oh, it's perfect. It's a small group. And then even within that, the ones that are really trans usually just want to live, you know, quiet. See, they're, they're trying to get you to feel sorry for transgenders and to be accepted of transgender. Alex Jones is trying to get you to accept transgenders. Why? Because he's friends with Joe Rogan who's and, and friends with Tucker Carlson and friends with Elon Musk and all these other freaks and perverts. And they're all friends, right? They all hang out with each other. Well, what are they? They're all devil-possessed. See, they like Joe Rogan laughed about Jesus rising and Ben Shapiro about Jesus rising from the dead. Yet these idiots believe that this is actually a woman. These idiots want you to accept that this is a woman. And I think what, what he is doing what Alex Jones is doing and what this man is doing is way worse than what the the MMA dude that's dressed like a chick that's beating up on women is doing. Why? Because that guy right there made himself look like a woman so closely. The deception is greater. It takes a greater discernment to discern these things. That's why you're not going to know what be able to know what a man is or a woman is. You better marry people you know. like these children in our church man you better get to know the people you know right around you man be nice to your other brothers and sisters in christ you young people that are going to grow up because you may be the only ones you have all the other ones might be a bunch of homos and transgenders and freaks it lives whereas you know i'm out here running my mouth every day but that's just because i'm called to do it so all of us are trans all of us are being hit with synthetic chemicals, biologicals, radio. You already said, all of us are trans. No, I'm not trans. I'm a dude. I was born a man. I have male body parts. I was born a man. It's not because I identify as a man. It's because I am a man.
Right? Because I am a man. That's how it works. Theologicals, electromagnetic, they're giving us shots, not just the COVID shots that give us this uh, protein, the al alpha gal syndrome, where we can't eat meat anymore. They have mutated us. We are all mutants. We are all being attacked. We are all being targeted. This is the reality. And instead of hating people uh, that, 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 that have been hit by this, we should talk to them and understand because we're all in the same boat in different perspectives. And, and, and it's We're not all in the same boat. I'm a born-again, Bible-believing Christian. I'm a man. I've been born again by the Spirit of God, saved by the grace of Almighty God, made a new creature in Christ Jesus. I have the Son of God in my heart and in my life, sealed under the day of redemption. I have the Bible as my rule of faith and practice, the King James Bible. I have a local New Testament church that I am a member of. We follow the scriptures. I am not in the same boat with you perverts. I was a pervert before I got saved by the grace of Almighty God. You are all in the same boat. You are all in that group. And you are all a bunch of perverts. It's crazy that, that Blair White, since uh, Blair transitioned nine years ago, has been public fighting this before it was the top big issue in the last three, four years. And it, it just shows you how the how God works in mysterious ways and, and, and hey, how you have that? somebody. How God works in mysterious ways. He is saying that God is using this transgender to teach you what you need to know. This is the God that Alex was talking about when he was talking to Tucker about the consciousness, about those other things. That's the God he's talking about. That's the God of his revelation that he's talking about. You know what God he's talking about? I'll show you what God. It's in Revelation 13. But it's also in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse number, uh, chapter number 2. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That is the God that he's talking about. That's the one that we're all in this together. That's the one that he's talking about, the God of the Lodge. Lucifer, the light of the Lodge, the light bearer. That's who he's talking about. He isn't talking about the God of the Bible. Yes, he's talking about a God in Revelation chapter 13. The God he's talking about in Revelation chapter 13 is the Antichrist that once worshipped. That's the God he serves. That's the God of the New World Order.
That's the God of this world. Right? This God. But if our gospel be hid, it be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the lie of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Get it? False Jesus. Right? I'm going to show you. I'm going to seal the deal here in a few minutes with the end of that interview, and I'm going to show you. Oh, no. The the King James Bible capitalizes that G, Carl. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2-2, it is a capital G because he comes as the God above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God, capital G. Uh, that they would love to be their spokesperson. I haven't asked you this, but I know. I bet you've been reached out to by Hollywood. I bet you've been reached out to by the power structure. You're an articulate, amazing person, a beautiful person. They would love for you to be their spokesperson, but instead you from day one have not been. And, And I think inherently at a spiritual level, I realize that God's working through you and it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. I mean, how do you feel about that statement? That God is working through you. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I struggle with my belief in God. I don't know how much I believe in God. I'm, that's a journey I'm kind of on, and I'm actively trying to get there. Uh, but the older I get, the more I do. And the older I get, the more I feel like even though I'm actively choosing, you know, all the things that I do, you know, I've made a choice not to, you know, assimilate to the talking points of the left because it would get me more popularity. And make no mistake, I know for a fact it would, right? Well, talk about that. I, I've never yeah. asked you, but have you been, I'm sure they've reached out to you. Oh, for sure. You know, there's been just things over the years that are, you know, I've been, you know, sort of asked to compromise my values for a lot of things. And I think now it's kind of understood that I'll never do that. I've been very consistent for almost a decade now. But uh, yeah, you know, that's why people think, you know, they call me sometimes a grifter or that I'm just like, you know, faking my opinions for popularity on the right as if I wouldn't have 10 times the popularity on the left if I had those talking points. You'd be hosting a national TV show. I would have maybe two or three shows on CNN, uh, but I would rather die than do that because I don't want to ever have to mute any part of myself to, to do that. But, you know, sometimes... Well, that's it. You could be their ultimate sales, sales lady, but you're not. Yeah, because that's demented and again I, I struggle with spirituality sometimes but I, I that is the devil I mean any anytime you're pushing kids to hurt themselves it's like wow you know you're just evil right now my entire purpose is saving the kids from that because 
I realized, you know, people say like, well, what about, you know, why are you siding with evil conservatives because they're just going to be backlash and take away your, you know, right to transition? And I'm like, first of all, I already did that, like transition. And second of all, you could take anything away from me if it means helping a child. And the fact that more people don't have that mentality or that instinctual like inclination boggles my mind. And frankly, I don't even really like kids that much. I don't want kids in the future. I don't like I don't even like kids. I don't even like kids. Yeah, but you want to help them, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know what kind of help you want to give. Love when kids are around, you know what I mean? But I still recognize the insane injustice that's being done to them under the guise. Well, they're hand. stealing their free will because they can't make a decision until they're older. Right, right. And we seem to understand that in every other area of life, right? Except for this one. Except yeah, for can't get cigarettes, can't get alcohol, can't join the military. But you can chop yourself up. Right. And if a child can consent to that, what can't they? I mean, there's a hell of a lot better argument for, you know, a 14-year-old to drive a car. But they're just taking it to the next level. So where do you, uh, there you are with, with, with Roseanne Barr recently. I love Where that. do you see this ending? You know, you see the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing and, and Anheuser Bush. Uh, I mean, if Anheuser Bush had used a spokes, they probably would have increased their market cap. She'd be like, hey, I love America and I'm trans and, and, and don't hate me. That people go, oh, I get that, but it's, it's my phone background. Well, let me see it. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. If I was overhead shot, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so overhead shot, guys. So, this is what uh, they probably should have uh, done over <laughs> at uh, over at uh, Bud Light, but they didn't do that. <laughs> right. now, we're gonna go to break. I'm gonna try to. What else do you want to hit with? Because this is an amazing interview, Blair. We're so glad you're here. And they'll go like, Jones is a hypocrite. He had Blair Light on. He hates trans. No, no, I hate people targeting children, just like you do. Right, right. You know, it's just, but I don't feel threatened when I go to sleep at night that you exist. I feel good you exist. Thank you. I mean, it's at the end of the day, you know, you're either contributing positively to the world or you're not. And what someone does with their own body without pushing on someone else, it's like, what does that do to anyone but themselves? Well, I'll go with the spirit. I don't feel threatened by you. I feel good. Because we're more than this, right? Exactly. We, we are. We have spirits. And I'm, I feel good. We're spirits. We're more than this, right? Do you hear it? Do you hear what they're saying? It's totally antichrist. Totally, absolutely antichrist. When I see Bill Gates, I go, I'm going to war. Right, there's an instinctual like, oh, that's the devil. That's the bad guy. Right, right. And because we are more than this. I, I struggle with spirituality, but I do believe we're more than this. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get you to we're gonna we're gonna get you on board with Jesus. Let's we'll right back with Blair White. Stay with us. We're gonna, we're gonna get you on board with Jesus. We're gonna what Jesus? What Jesus? This one. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not soon troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be a, uh, famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginnings of sorrows. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. What's going to happen? False Christ shall arise. That if any man shall say unto you, lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall rise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders. In so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. 
Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. They're preaching Antichrist. Think about what you wanted to say and say it now. Okay. Uh, you know, in my mind before I came here, I was thinking the main thing I would like to impart on people is individualism. You know, I believe in individualism, not collectivism, and that's how I've lived my life. That's why I'm here, and that's why I can be myself, be a transsexual, but not be part of the trans community, not be part of a movement. I think that everything sort of derails when people start seeing themselves through a collective and using we as a pronoun, right? Like We should not be a pronoun. You shouldn't ever be talking for, from, or within a group. Speak for yourself, and also understand that, you know, there's nothing political about trans other than the fact that liberals have made it political like they do with every group, you know? Just like they make black political, they make gay political, they make straight white men political. Who we are isn't inherently part of some, you know, like political football or tribe like that. Who we are should be like closer to our true selves, which is so much more than all of that. Right, so there you go. So what you find here is that Alex Jones he ain't talking about the same God you're talking about. He's talking about Baphomet. He's not talking about the God of the Bible. He's talking about the Antichrist of Revelation 13. He's talking about the Antichrist of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse number 2. That's the God that him and Tucker Carlson and all these men are talking about. It's not the God of the Bible. They're what you would call anti-Christians. And their replatforming of Alex Jones is all part of the game. Just like it was when, when Alex Jones acted like he supported Ron Paul. And then he switched and he supported Trump. And then, he's, and then he was deplatformed. And then, he, and then now he's going to be replatformed again and brought back on there. And now he's pushing the transgender movement. That's who these people are, and that's the God they serve. They are Antichrist operatives. They should never be trusted. They will never have the same conclusions that you have because they're Antichrist. The Bible says, let them be accursed. They're evil. And they're there to deceive the hearts of the simple. Me white as snow. Why? 
song here uh if you have any questions comments or anything you'd like to say give me the chance to do that right now we'll play another who is so great a god as our god thou art the god that dost wonders thou hast declared thy strength among the people
Everybody, God bless you. You pray for us. Pray for our ministry. And uh, hope you were blessed and you got some information, help you discern through some of the things that are going on in our world today and uh, have straight biblical answers for that. And uh, pray for us. If you'd like to uh, pray for our ministry, please do. If you'd like to give to our ministry, please do. Here's how you do that. OPBC online. Actually, oldpassbaptistchurch.org, oldpassbaptistchurch.org, and uh, click on the donate button or just scroll down the page there and PayPal, Venmo, or Apple Pay. You can give any one of those ways. Uh, or you can go over to our sermonaudio.com slash Pastor Cooley page here, and uh, you can scroll down to the bottom of the screen there, and you can mail something to 1030 South Highway 3, Northfield, Minnesota, 55057. Uh, and we appreciate your giving. We appreciate helping us and uh, all that kind of stuff. And uh, we have uh, definitely, we're going to try to fill out our paperwork, and we're going to try to all, all our whole family, next week, go to the uh, county office and file all of our paperwork for uh, passports and cards and all that kind of stuff. So I don't need to do that, but I have to be there because anytime your child gets a passport, both parents have to be there for that, which is actually a good thing. That means that one parent can't grab your kid, get a passport for him, and take him across the border and never bring him back again. So that's a safety thing uh, that's there uh, for both parents. Anyway. So we'll be doing that, Lord willing, next week. We'll be filling out that paperwork here this weekend, getting it all, getting everything uh, uh, taken care of, and then getting that ready and mailing that all off, okay? So uh, you pray for us about that. And uh, church tonight, back in the book of Ephesians, in about three hours or so, about three and a half hours, I'll be preaching in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse number 12 tonight and uh so you if you'd like to watch live or listen live you can do that at rumble or at sermon audio at about 7 45 p.m central 7 45 p.m central you can watch that okay uh or listen to that if not uh then uh we'll see you back here lord willing on friday all right everybody god bless you take care and we'll see you lord willing on friday